Today's show is pre-recorded. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on. Come on, y'all. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I and, and I and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's it's been me finally making decision to see what all God has for me. But at the same time, trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But you know it's a process, and I've 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 grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at Him, and I was going, "Okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the Creator." You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different. And the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. 
And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer, there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. See, you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I I can't tell you how it's paid off because now God's mercy and grace is all over me because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him. But I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming and hating trying to seek revenge. It's time-consuming. Take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate, I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you're proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, the word pro a lot of times, when you put it in front of something, means positiveness. So now, 
a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I need it. Undivided attention is all. It's a promise that I make every day that this show will never start the same way two days in a row. So why would I change it today? Junior? Yes, sir. Hit me with one Jodeci cut. Ah. Take my money. Same, boy. <laughs> my house and my car. Come on, boy. Just hit up you. Mm. You can have it all late. Make it love. Come on, boy. Every time we do. Girly words, dangerous. <laughs> and I'm an addict for you. I Got me going crazy. <laughs> can't leave you alone. Hey, man. Got I never me knew that. Fiendin you know the words? Two, them two wrote a song and had the word drugs in it. <laughs> Casey and Joe. Huh? Yeah, uh, that fiendin'. For Thank a you, hit of you. No, no, no. Thank you, Junior. <laughs> I be judging Jody. Oh, good. No, no. We're good. They all, all the singers have been through something. We didn't care. See, 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 it got good to it, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's no, good no. in the verse, too. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Happy Carla Thursday. Carla I'm a Jodeci fan, too. What up, Junior Steve? Yeah. Shirley Tommy. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Mm, I am in the building. He hit it on the nose this morning. Yes, sir. Tommy, you're the only one can't sing at all. Mm-mm. Nah. Can't. Well, he can't. thinks he can. 
No, no, no. I've never professed that. You never heard me say that. Uh, you the one think you can sing. You the one try to I hit with me. I know I can sing. I know I can. But wait a minute. No, I'm you <laughs> don't. Don't, 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 don't run over that shirt. No, I know I can. But I'm no. saying you just you just had a song out. Trump is gone. You oh, gotta I think preached you on can them. sing. I do what I can do. I can preach. Now. I in preach order to on be them. on a song. Well, I, well, I was on. Don't hate on it. I and think Tommy can mimic. the song. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. I think he can mimic. Mm-hmm. Mim- 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 well, let him sing something right now, like Junior. He, he can't do it. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny. But, yo, I'm making money, rap. see? <laughs> right there, baby. That ain't singing. That's a rap. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Whatever. Do what do. Take what you can get. Because <laughs> you a star. <laughs> Carla just said you a star. He is. On a scale of one to ten, yeah. What level star would you consider yourself? Oh God, I'm so far down there. I'd say four, five. I'm not a big star. No, come on, man. I don't think so. I got a long way to go. Short time to get there. No, the average person, Tommy, listen to me, ain't on nothing. You're on the radio and TV. You don't understand. Homie, you in the upper 1.1%. Really? That's a blessing. All of you. All right, we got to go. Wow, that's interesting, though. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. This one, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, is from Janessa in Chattanooga. Janessa says, I'm 52 and my husband is 57, and he's having trouble performing in the bedroom. The doctor Mm. told him it's because of too much Hennessy. So he cut back to drinking a few nights a week. That didn't work, so now we're barely having sex at all. I asked him to try a pill to see if help but he refused to he can drink all of the hennessy in tennessee but he can't take a little <laughs> blue pill from me should i crush the pill up in his food put it in the yak mm. put it in the yak i don't i don't understand that that don't make no sense that he don't want to take that he wouldn't do it well it, it, obviously he don't want to have sex mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it looks like. because brother you go to the average man and you tell him you can fix his sex problem, he finna buy all that. Yes, and then some. Dog, and so. Then, and then some refills. Yeah, this dude has another issue. He, I ain't taking no pill. What? He must not want to have sex. That's the only thing I can do. Even you know. if people don't like to take pills and stuff? Maybe he's one no, of No, that those. pill ain't, t- what? <laughs> you don't like taking pills or you don't like having sex. Which one of them you won't do? <laughs> Being here chewing them pills up. I have so much of that bit of mess in the back of my throat. I had a razor blade out. You swear I'm up in here selling dope. I be cutting that pill up so fine. Boy. She should just crush it up in the food. Yeah. Be um. snorting Viagra. Oh, dang. <laughs>
Greg. All right, Florentine, we're moving on. Florentine in New York says, I just met a man that doesn't have a car, so he uses public transportation. He comes to my house by train and bus, and before he gets to my house, I put a blanket over my sofa so he won't have his street clothes on my furniture. I also require that he thoroughly wash his hands and his face before he touches me. He is irritated by my house rules. So should I be concerned about his overall hygiene? We haven't had sex yet, and I don't want any surprises down there. Wow. He he don't have a car. How old is he? And what city do you live in? If you live in New York, that's common. People Mm -hmm. don't have cars in New York. That's common. Uh, A lot of people live downtown Chicago don't have cars common Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying that's a deal breaker but hygiene is a deal breaker and if he's aggravated i don't i don't know i don't don't know depends on where you live and how old the man is he ain't got a car so if he ain't got a car what else he ain't got wash your face wash your hands what is all that what public transportation yeah what's wrong with that he's touching things and yeah Sitting down on public transportation, yeah, I get it. We sound like he need to come over there with some more clothes. Yeah, get out of the <laughs> Go to Bed Bath and Beyond and buy his ass a robe. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. <laughs> or you could just make him put on a hazmat suit when he come in. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> She's probably thought of it, Florentine in New York. All right. Uh, Butch in uh, Columbia, South Carolina says, I'm a 44-year-old man, and I have never been married, nor do I want to. I have a life partner that recently moved in with me after we dated for three years. Her parents are not supportive of our arrangement, and they tell me whenever they're around me. She doesn't defend us or correct her parents, even though the life partner thing was her idea. Shouldn't she be the one to tell her parents to let it go, or should I say something? Mm, this is to Butch now. They still got mm. Butches? <laughs> Butch? <laughs> yes. Hold on, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, I'm, I, did I miss something? What'd you miss? What? 44-year-old man, never been married. It's a woman, if that's what you're thinking. The term what, what, what life partner threw you off? Okay, wait a minute. So it's a okay. 44-year-old man. Uh-huh. Who is a woman? No, 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 Steve. <clears throat> he's 44 years old. He's, he's been married. He's, he's, he's never been married. He doesn't want to be. And he's dating be. a woman now. He's dating a woman. Who moved in uh, with him and they calling themselves life partner. Okay, life partner. She thought of that term it. and it's been since three years. But her parents don't approve of it. And she doesn't check them. He wants to know should he. Well, yeah, you can go on and check them. But it's really y'all's business. But, you know, I guess you made a decision that you didn't want to be married and she done went along with it. So ain't nothing nobody really can do about it. I don't know what the discussion is. She went along with this life partner business. Y'all cool with it. That's what it is. Mm-mm. I don't know what Not else Bush. to do. Okay. Okay. Well, um, moving on. Uh, Justice in Baltimore <laughs> says, <laughs> my 77-year-old dad recently moved into a uh, moved to a memory care facility because of his dementia, and my mother is acting like she's single. She goes to ev- she goes to the casino every weekend, and she sleeps over <laughs> at her girlfriend's home a few nights a week. 
This is all during COVID and she doesn't believe in the vaccination, uh, in the vaccine. She's been married for 50 years, so I'm, I, I'm glad she's having fun and getting out, but how do I convince her to get the vaccine? I can't help mm. you, man. She's 77. She don't want the vaccine. You know, there's some people that don't want to get it. I, I gave up trying to convince people. You know, your decision. I don't know how you convince your mama to get the vaccine. She acting single. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Any suggestions, yeah. ladies? I got my second shot yesterday. And I'll tell you, after you get the vaccination, don't there's a sense good? of relief. I feel relieved. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just feel but like, <gasps> like Steve like says, I'm not, she's 77. Yeah, it's yeah she's 77 and mm-hmm. she's doing things. She's social gathering. She's going to the casino. She's doing things to put her health at risk. Mm-hmm. So this and, is something that she really needs to consider. Maybe she thinks 77 is a good enough run. <laughs> wow. Okay. She's living her best life right now, sounds like. All right, thank you, CLO. Thank you. Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's weather and national news. In entertainment news, Carla's here with today's music news, and the first dogs are back. They are back at the White House. Got that all worked out. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? My refrigerator. My refrigerator. Let's go, Ken. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. B***, please. Who is this? Mr. this is Jackson. I'm the driver, man. I'm uh, actually the delivery guy that's bringing you refrigerator over today. Uh-huh, okay. What's going on? Okay, listen, I know we had a window that was from 8 to 12 this morning. It's, mm-hmm. Let's see, it's 11.30 now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, we're running a little bit behind schedule, man. We have some problems at the yard getting everything oh, loaded up. Oh, man, come on, man. You killing me. I can't. Y'all, so y'all running behind. We're a little bit behind schedule, man. We're gonna have to, we, we'll be there somewhere between 12 and 4. Oh, come on, man. Y'all got to do better than that now. Man, I'm, I'm with my job. I, I understand, sir. I understand. I, actually, it's... it's I got all man. I got all my food in here and and uh, coolers and stuff. Man, I got ice everywhere. Man, come. So, so I mean, what's what, what's what's going on? Y'all ain't got the refrigerator. I'm trying to figure no, out. No, no, we loaded up. You know, we just had some problems. I think one of the forklifts went out, and you know, we it, it kind of pushed us back. So that four hour window we had from eight to twelve, man, just got ruined. And now we're pushing things from uh, twelve to four. So between twelve and four, man, we would definitely be there. Man, y'all have to do better than that. Uh, I spoke to yesterday. He's actually the uh, warehouse supervisor. He's actually out today. He's not here. So he's not in. So, so yeah, man. God, I'm supposed to be oh. at work at one o'clock. You said y'all ain't gonna be here till in between twelve and four. I'm supposed to be at work at one o'clock. I understand it, man. I, I I greatly apologize, man. It, it, it this rarely happens, and it just so happened this morning the forklift was down, and we had a lot of stuff to load up. You know, we got. I got 10 refrigerators on this truck, man, and one of them's definitely yours, sir, so I'm definitely going to be getting it to you as soon as I can. Man, y'all so, so Man, y'all pushing it because I'm supposed to be at work. And then I, I, I done scheduled everything else around this because I'm supposed to, you know, I got to have my refrigerator because I got all my food and stuff sitting in here in, in, in the kitchen and, okay. and, and, and whatnot. You're, so, you're, you're, 
So your, I, I your refrigerator went out? Did it go? Your refrigerator went out? Is that what happened? Yeah, sir. It so did. I mean, I had had it for quite some time, so it, you know, so it's just a matter of time for it would go out. So I decided oh. to go ahead and get a new one. You know, right. So that's why. I was well, now I can schedule. You, I can schedule you next week sometime if you want me to. No, but, no, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I can't, I can't afford it. We're going to pay for this food that I got in here all over the floor. Let me, let me get the hustling, man, see if I can move as quick as I can. But 12 to 4 is the window, man. I, I, like I said, I apologize, Mr. Mm-hmm. But we'll be there, man. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to be there with your refrigerator today, okay? Okay, so, so when you when you on your way, how about I want you to call me and let me know that you're on your way so I know what's going on. We don't, norm- we don't normally call when we're on our way. We just come on in and get things set up. What do you mean you don't call? Why not? You just called me just now, didn't you? Yeah, you, yeah, you I did. You called me then. Make more sense. Okay, like I said, the problem is on us. Man, I'll give you a call when we en route, okay? Mm-hmm, okay, I appreciate that. Now, you said tw- you said between 12 and 4 now. Yeah, yes, sir, between 12 and 4. we definitely be there. We got you on the truck, man. Okay, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want no mess, man. No, no, we got you. We got you. We'll see you in a minute, man. All right. Take care. Mm-hmm. Hello? Uh, Mr. Who is this? This is Jackson again, the delivery guy, man, with the refrigerator. Listen, Mr. Baptiste, man, we run into a few more problems here, man. It looks like oh, we're probably not going to get that refrigerator out till tomorrow sometime. You, uh, you, said, hold on, you, you said what? We run into a few more problems, man. It looks like we're probably not going to get that refrigerator out till tomorrow you sometime. You ran into a few more problems. A few more problems like what? Sir, we got some problems with some uh, um, some more deliveries. We got uh, just With all the deliveries we got, it just don't seem we're going to make it on your side of town to be able to get this thing oh, taken care of. You're not going to make it on my side of town. What kind of is that? You you just you decide you want to take my money when I pay for the when I pay for, the, but you gonna tell me you don't you ain't gonna make it on my side of town. Well, but we can definitely get out there tomorrow, man. We definitely can get tomorrow, out there tomorrow. I, I can't I, you, I can't have my situation out here tomorrow. I got chicken and beef and uh and, and, and brisket and all over here in my smoke, and you gonna tell me you can't make it in here till tomorrow? What kind of is that, huh? Sir, you, sir, you 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 ain't got no answer for me on that, sir. I understand. No no no, no I don't I don't think you understand, I, son. Because this, I got I got food and ice sitting in here and coolers and. All over my floor in my kitchen, you gonna tell me that I did just you can't make it in here till tomorrow with my with my uh, with my refrigerator because because you 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 y'all in the, on the back around. Now where is no. I spoke to yesterday? Now where that where is? Get I know you spoke to Larry. I told him yesterday I had to have my at work at one o'clock. I told him that. I said that you gotta okay. have that refrigerator here on time because I gotta have my at work. Well, like I said, we've had some setbacks. Where is? I don't talk to you no more. Where is? Like, like I said, sir, not working today. He's, he's not. not he's not today. in today. He, so he's, so he's who in charge? Well, actually, the lady named f- one that's actually in charge. And when Larry leaves, but uh, I don't even know if I saw f- morning. Oh, f- but but you raggedy, f- you. F- what are y'all doing over there? Now when I spoke, f- then we gonna have it there. It was between and eight I, and twelve. I, now I done took off my job, so y'all had a refrigerator here. I'm here at home. I, I and now you call me back. Sir, all I can me. tell you is we're going to be there tomorrow, okay? I'm not going to go back and forth. You, you say you're not going to go I'm back. Gonna... No, you, know, you know what? We were you. Sorry, y'all. You take that refrigerator. You take that refrigerator. I don't want to no more. I can go around and put this food in my neighbor's refrigerator, and I'm going to go get me another from somewhere else because you playing around. I ain't got time for your mess. Sir, I don't know if I, I don't know if that's refundable. You, know you know what I mean? You mean you don't know it's refundable? You got time? You gonna take my money and you gonna tell me that I can't have my money back and you, you can't get my refrigerator on here on time? Sir, sir uh, uh, listen. There's one more thing I, I need to you tell you. Okay, but I have one more thing I need to tell you. Okay, are you listening? What? This will probably help everything. What? 
This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. You know what? I'm going to fix her. So, but where they have my refrigerator? That's what I want to know. I tell you what, they showed up their refrigerator. I showed up so they where they can put it. Don't you hate when you get in a delivery and that window just. You know, Tommy, you play too much. Don't even. Don't you hate that window that eight to twelve, twelve to four? Man, you know how much time I got to wait on y'all. I do hate that though. Man, yeah. You knew you was gonna be at eleven thirty. Right. We aren't even up yet. You knew that earlier. We'll be there somewhere between twelve and five. That's the whole day. Then they call you about four forty-five. We about thirty minutes out. Are you serious? <laughs> they play you. They do play you. <laughs> Come check your boy out. I'm coming to Birmingham, Alabama. The Ham, baby. B-Ham. That is April 16th through the 18th at the Star Dome Comedy Club. Bruce in the building. The nephew is coming to town. Right at the same time, Magic City Classic football game will be going on. Yeah, that's right. Everybody, that's the Alabama and Alabama State. Is it, who, who is it? Who is it? Junior, Junior, no more about sports tonight. Just sell the show, boy. And don't worry about who at the damn game. I got the show. You Calm down. <laughs> you done got on his, his head. Love your own. It's the hell and hell no. You ain't going to neither one of the schools. Anyway, I'll be at the Stardom. Come see me. And despite all the negativity that my comrades are putting out there. Okay? Come see you, boy. Thank you. What you Haters. About, what you Haters. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Carla. You're here with today's music news. What you got, what you got, what you got. Well, Shirley, girl, okay, so we all know the big versus battle is going down on Easter mm-hmm. Sunday. Woo! Heaven and fire. Come on, see, <laughs> versus the Isley Brothers. We know what? that is happening, mm-hmm. right? So get ready yes. because Mother's Day weekend, that's Saturday uh-huh. before Mother's Day, the versus battle is set. It is the first girl group battle. Okay. All right. Get mm-hmm. ready. Fans from the 90s, R&B, mm-hmm. SWV versus Escape. Okay. It's yeah. going oh, down. That's gonna be good. Oh. That'll be good. Yes, That'll be good. that's going to be good. Yes. Yeah. Girl group fans, get ready. SWV versus Escape just kicking it right here. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm a huge fan of both oh, of the girl groups. Yeah. yeah, that's sweet. And they're all, you know, most of them are all practically mothers. So that's mothers cool. Mother's Day and, weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Versus is doing the thing. Versus oh, battle. Versus. Shout out to Swiss and Timberland. They stacking it up. Going down. Steve. What is all that huffing and puffing? You just can't wait till Easter Sunday. Oh, we talking about what's going to happen on Mother's Day weekend when what's popping off at the resurrection? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you really need to be talking about. He lives. <laughs> yeah, right. right after Jesus come back, come earth, wind, and fire. And the <laughs> right after that. That's 
the Simper Group to come back. Okay. <laughs> That's all for music news, Shirley Girl. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. And other mm. entertainment news. Guess who was spotted at the White House on the lawn? Two big German shepherds, Major and Champ. Well, yes, they are back. The first dogs have been reunited can I, with Before you tell Biden. this story, Shirley, can I say yeah. something? Do anybody give a damn? <laughs> yes. Okay, now go ahead. Dog Shirley. lovers everywhere. Dog yes. lovers everywhere. Mm. All right, so uh, you know they they had a two week separation because there was an incident, so they had to go back for more training. Well, President Biden's dogs, um, you know, they had to have some discipline. What? You remember the story? The president's dogs were sent away earlier this month for discipline training. They needed more because the younger shepherd, uh, Major, uh, misbehaved and acted very aggressively toward a White House sec- uh, security agent, President Biden downplayed. What is all these people in here for? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was described hey, as a hey, fighting hey, incident. Hey, your ass back. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh-huh. That's He's only exactly three years old, Major, so. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, President Biden said in an interview that Major did not bite someone and penetrate the skin, but it was a biting incident. Yeah. So uh, he bit him. Good. If it was a biting incident, he bit him. Same bit lawsuit if he bite me. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna sue the president? I'm suing somebody. In his house, though, because yeah. that's the president's house, so you in his But house. the dog bit me? Yeah. yeah. It was a biting sue. incident, that's what they're called. Guess what they said. You, you can't get in there unless they invite you. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm glad the first dogs, the first pets are back. Well, I mean, dog lovers everywhere are happy. They they like the fact that dogs dogs are in the White House. I got dogs, but so what? Are they handling (laughs) dog affairs throughout the country for for the country? What are they doing? You got a dog, too. What is... I, but mine ain't doing a damn thing but just taking up space. But, That's all. But they ain't making the news, though. <laughs> Do you big. walk them, Tommy, at least? All right, let's go to the news with Miss Ann. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. And everybody out there knows I'm a dog lover, a fierce dog lover. This is Ann Tripp with the news. North Korea launched missiles into the Sea of Japan this week. President Biden holds his first news conference, by the way, as president uh, this afternoon, later on, this, well, early this afternoon, or maybe as early as noonish. But he's going to hold his first president uh, news conference as president. So a lot of folks are going to be covering that, and so will I. Authorities say that migrant crossings at the southern border are on the way to reaching its highest level in 20 years. President Biden says that although this new surge started with the last administration, that it's now his administration's responsibility to end it. So to accomplish that, Mr. Biden has sent out a diplomatic team headed by Vice President Harris to try and work the problem out with the governments of Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador and Honduras. Virginia's governor, Grant Northam, has signed a measure getting rid of capital punishment in that state. Virginia has been second only to Texas in the number of people it's put to death. 113 since the Supreme Court reinstated the death penalty in 1976. Virginia now the 23rd state to abolish the chair. Prosecutors say that two alleged members of the racist Proud Boys group have pled not guilty to conspiracy and other charges in connection with the Capitol Hill riot in January. The two men among several alleged members of the extremist group charged in connection with the insurrection. Authorities accuse Ethan Ordain and Joseph Biggs of trying to disrupt Congress's certification of Joe Biden's presidential win, coordinating with other Proud Boys on where to meet and how to storm the Capitol. 
according to ProPublica at the same time, talking about that day. Lots of black Metro D.C. police officers have long complained about their white racist colleagues, but they say nothing's ever done about it. The report says since 2001, hundreds of black cops have sued the D.C. Police Department for racial discrimination. They say white cops would call black officers the N-word. One officer found a noose on his locker. And white officers who were friendly with their black colleagues were called FOGs which stands for Friends of Gangsters. History was made in Beantown yesterday as Boston got its first black and first female mayor. As president of Boston's city council, Kim Janey automatically replaces Marty Walsh. She becomes the acting mayor. Uh, Walsh has just been confirmed as president of Biden's uh, new labor secretary. And Marty Walsh is making his own history, by the way. Marty Walsh is the first former union leader to ever be given the job of U.S. Secretary of Labor. A lot of folks really happy about that. When Kim Janey, by the way, was merely 11 years old, she says she was chased away from school, the one that she was integrating by white men and women throwing rocks and at blacks and bricks, yelling for her and her black uh, friends to go back to Africa. Still, she says she loves her city. Finally, folks at Krispy Kreme are giving folks who have vaccinated a glazed donut. How sweet it is. If you get there with the right card. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with, guess what? Not a poem, but sports talk. A little early. Yes. What you got going on, yes, Junior? Yes, um, I don't, I don't know what's going on here, what people. Okay, thing? yesterday I told you that the fight between Mike Tyson and Vanny Holyfield was canceled. Yeah, you did. You said it was done. Yeah, yeah right. it was canceled. Doing it. Well, it's back on. <laughs> they have to make their old ass minds up. I don't know. What, do y'all want to fight or not? Are you confused? I don't know no. what they're doing. <laughs> Somebody didn't have their glasses on. And Somehow. thought the contract said twenty five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> when they saw that other comma and that other zero and found out that wasn't a decimal, yeah. that it was twenty five million. Boy, stop! It's back home, man. So Mike Tyson confirmed it. Take a listen. I just want everybody to know, you know, the fight is on with me and Holyfield. And Holyfield, the humble man, I know that, and he's a man of God. But I'm God's man, and I'm listen. And I'm gonna be successful. May 29th. Come on, yeah. Tommy. Do your Tyson knows the field May 29th. It's on Monday weekend. <laughs> no, in all actuality, I'm going to knock his ass out. <laughs> in what? In all what? Actuality. No actuality. <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> in all actuality, I'm going to knock his ass out. We're friends and we've been friends a long time and got past the whole thing and me biting his ear and all of that. We got past that, but now we're good friends. But still, even though we're good friends, I'm going to knock his ass out and then go smoke some weed because that's what I do now. If you hold so it, who's going to win this? Down, who's who's going to win this, Steve? Oh, you know, Steve I got my money on Mike. You know, they probably I mean, you know, it's hard to vote against Mike, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something, man. Holyfield's in great shape. He's a beast, man. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of don't want nobody to get knocked out in a fight like this. I don't, I don't think they can no, no more. No, Steve. They, they both hit hard. <laughs> Are they going to have, like, the leather thing on and over their heads? Well, okay. well, it's a real fight, huh? If Especially, you hold it, you know, Phil, do you go back in the ring without ear protection? Do you do that? Without ear protection? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he should tape his ears down. You know, like some baby. Something. Shut up. <laughs> you don't just trust Mike because he want to fight again. I mean, you got to take like some JBL headphones in there or something. You just don't just go back in there. And I would tape my ears now. Earmuffs or something. You're stupid. 
Well, you just can't trust. You don't know Mike might. He might relapse. You don't never know. But I, I like the, the fa- I mean, I don't think they could do it. Steve, you tell me, or Junior. Can they go in with headgear in a fight like this? I mean, they could because it's day fight. It's an exhibition, really. But it's too many rounds. They're not doing three. And I think, how many rounds is it? Eight? About eight rounds. So they could, but they not because they're they warriors. They're not going to yeah. do that. I vote for headgear. All right. Well, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the 34 after the hour, social media relationship expert Derek Jackson is still trending. We'll talk about it right after this. He's absolutely stupid. I listen to that guy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, still trending, you guys. YouTube relationship expert Derek Jackson, uh, who just admitted to cheating on his wife. Well, a lot of people, including us, had no idea who Derek Jackson is and uh, or was until recently. Um, you know, the video was released, and he admitted on it that he was cheating on his wife, Denia. Uh, so two women claimed they had an affair with Derek, and they said he told them at the time he was separated from his wife for four years. Now, in this viral confession video, the couple tried to put up a united front while holding his wife's hand, uh, Derek confessed on cheating uh, to cheating and having sex with other women. The comments about the video were crazy. A lot of people said that Derek is full of it because he referred to himself in the third person saying, yes, Derek Jackson cheated. His wife also addressed her fans in the video and she released another video. Ms. Jackson said she would not tolerate his cheating and she did leave. But now that her husband is seeking God, she is at peace by his side. You know what? Yeah, I don't crazy. know if Will and Jada going on television has sparked this uh, rash of let's go talk about it in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. But man, media. go sit your ass down somewhere. Man, when you're trying to work it out with your family, man, just go work it out. What does y'all keep going public for? Yeah, I don't understand that. Is, is, is the need for likes... And views so big now yes, that you're yes, willing to, you want views for everything. Mm-hmm. It is Steve. It really I mean, is. both of them to me look crazy. He looked crazy up there talking about it. She looked crazy responding to it. And I mean, literally, they just look crazy. <laughs> Man, it's just damn. Uh, I don't know. So I guess a blogger. He got a muscle shirt on. She got a bonnet on. What what y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> but people are talking about it. Maybe that's what they wanted for people, you know. Yeah, but to dress up. Look it. like y'all wanted to stay together. Y'all still look like y'all finna divorce. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were holding hands, Steve. I hold hands at Thanksgiving at the family reunion with people I don't even like. You haven't been there in a while either. Oh no, she just—I I just him. Yes, it, I, go ahead. Yes, what? Derek, I cheated. Yes, Derek Jackson, I cheated. He yeah. just sitting there holding her hand. It just didn't look yeah. like she was just like she all the way cool it. with what he into was saying. Yeah. No, yeah. she didn't look like I mean? she wanted to be there. I don't. Why they there? Because he's trying to save, you know, that part of what he's doing on YouTube, giving relationship advice. I'm sure he's trying to save that, you know, uh, come back with a testimony advice? or whatever, you know, well, since they but put that out. The, the we separated thing, 
See, well, that's, I mean, that's a lie. A lot of common. Say. Yeah. Man, who don't who ain't heard that one before? Yeah. 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 You're saying that men say that when mm-hmm. they cheating. But let me ask excuse. you, right? Let me ask you guys this: Has anyone heard? Did you guys know who he was or Mm-mm. heard no. of him before? No. This? Never no. heard of him. Yeah, no, just, never yeah. heard of him. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. And ain't know. even interested. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, his no. name is out I'm, there now. Why? I'm, I'm just get... mad at him now for sitting <laughs> up there on the edge of that bed looking like that. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look right. Damn. How sad is you? What did they look like to you, though? They just look destitute, like they was <laughs> in the unemployment line somewhere. He must look like, uh, told go over there and sit energetic. down. No, just go over there and sit down and and we they're going through. You're not going you're not getting any benefits. <laughs> they're going through, so naturally they're gonna look sad and you know like they're going through, like they have issues yeah. and problems in their marriage. Yeah. He cheated. Yeah. He's been yeah. married for I mean, you years. Know, like... They're not going to come on looking happy and You're Right, wide. energetic. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, hey. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> you have an argument or something, you know. No. How many how many black women are men cheating and you sitting there holding his hand though? That don't happen. I don't at know all. how who do that. He's looking Junior. Looking to what? God now. No, I'm just saying that. I was looking at him. I said, I feel like I was on a Zoom call with them or something. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even feel impressionable. <laughs> well, we hope they work it out. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after. Look at it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject He FaceTimes me when he's with her. Huh? (laughs) We'll get into that (laughs) in just a few. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? My bones are weak. Mm. I'll say it again. My bones are weak. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to... uh... I'm trying to speak to Ron. Yeah, this is Ron. Hey, Ron, how you doing? It's Foley, man. How are you, brother? I'm good, Foley. Hey, hey, I, I, I want to congratulate you, man, on the uh, on the baby, man. I wasn't able to make it to the baby shower, man, but I want to congratulate you on the baby, man, and, and, and all of that, man. Uh, much success to you, man, uh, you, you and the wife. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Foley. Yeah, well, yeah, Foley, man. Uh, I, I didn't get, you know, my uh, my wife, Danita, she came to the... Uh, to the to the baby shower, man. So you know, uh, uh, she was telling me how how, how how nice it was, how successful it was, man. So I just you want you know uh, wanted to give you big ups. You know, I heard the baby came and everything, and I wanted to just yeah, call a little, a little girl, a little girl. You had a little girl? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, congratulations, man. Congratulations, Ron. I, I wanted to definitely uh, call and congratulate, man. And um, Holy, real quick, what um what baby shower was your wife at? Because we had two. We had one for my side of the family. And then one from my wife's side, because, you know, they live different places and stuff, man. So which one do you think she was at? Uh, probably on your wife's side, you know. Okay, okay. She knows my wife? Well, no, see, see, Danita is actually friends with um, with Kendra. Now, you know Kendra, right? Oh, yeah, I know Kendra. Yeah, we, yeah, that's a good friend of mine. Okay, she, yeah. was, she was with Kendra. Okay, yeah, she comes, they play cards, you know. Okay, okay, yeah, she, she was with Kendra, man, and... Um, 
she was just telling me how successful, man, how nice it was, and, and you know, laid out baby shower. I, I wasn't able to make it, man. I've been a little under the weather, bro. Right, you know, right. and uh, you know, with, with God's help, man, I'll be able to get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. Hey man, I, I I just you know congratulations again, man. You know, uh, a beautiful baby girl. I, I man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I just I can't totally. I'm trying to remember you and trying to place you, and I just I can't do it. <laughs> Have we met? No, 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 no. My bad, man. I'm sorry, dog. Now me and you, we haven't we haven't met at all. Uh, like I say, uh, you know, my wife knows Kendra. They hang out, and uh, yeah. I guess she's she's dabbled a couple times and been around. You know, your wife is uh, your wife is Marilyn, right? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay, yeah, I guess she's been uh, been in, in the presence of Marilyn, man. So you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of got your number from uh, from my wife, man, uh, and she got it from Kendra. So I, I kind of wanted to holler at you, you know. Uh, what you want to holler me about? Actually, man. Like I say, man, I've been I've been down for a minute, you know, and uh, I, I uh, actually, you know, came from the doctor yesterday, and and my my bones, man, they my bones are deteriorating, you know. Uh, that's that's kind of what I what I've been going through, man. Um, okay. And if if I don't uh, get the proper uh, medication that I need, man, then we, you know, it. it, it Within the next three months here, dog, it it, wow. it, could, it could get pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, it, all I can do is just pray well, for you, man, and you know. Uh, well, man, I the, the the doctor told me that if don't I don't cry, bro, don't cry, man. The, the the doctor told me, man, that you know if if I get the right medication, man, that you know, I could get back up to seventy-five, eighty percent healthy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just a, a rare uh, type of thing that I need to try and get. Okay. And um, I, 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 I think that you might be. I think you can help me. Yo, yeah, be strong, man. Be strong. Just man, sit down, man. <laughs> be strong, bro. It's, it's gonna be all right. But man. I think it's you... gonna be all right. God is with you. I pray for you. I do all I can. I, I don't know. Well, well, well actually, actually, uh, the the doctor told me, man, that if for, if I, for six months, if I drunk breast milk, it will it will it will put enough calcium and and stuff back into my bones that would get me back up to seventy to eighty five percent healthy. Breast milk? Yeah. I ain't got no breast, bro. So I, you know, well, uh, it's, it's not it's, it's not you, Ron. You you don't you know, but you know your your wife does, though. Whoa. You talking about my wife's breast, man? I'm not, I'm not not directly, man. I'm just saying that she can, you know, I mean, if, if I had her breast milk for like six months straight, man, I could get back whole again, man. Hold the f*** up. You don't talk about a man's wife or her breast milk. I just had a, I just had a f- baby, man. Are you serious? I'm just, I'm just, all I'm so trying to... you're asking to... for my wife's breast milk, man. Man, I'm just asking y'all to share it for six we months. We can't share no Breast milk with you, man. You got the wrong one, man. The wrong one. So you said your name was what? My name's Foley, man. This is wrong, man. This is wrong. Wrong. No, no, we're just talking about six months of breast milk, man. Six months of breast milk. My wife's breast milk. We ain't talking about just no breast milk. And I understand. My wife's breast milk.
slip, man. I understand that, man, but we're talking about you saving a life, man, a life. I ain't the one. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What if y'all would have had twins, man? Y'all would have been breastfeeding two babies. Just look what? at it as if we twins. What the f***? Man, I'm getting the f*** off this phone because I don't know who the f*** you are. You need to chill the f*** out, man. You need to go get on your knees, pray that your bones get healed or whatever the f You got the wrong number, man. Listen, man, all I'm saying is I got one more thing I want to say, no, look, and then man, I'll let to you know, the right? phone, man. I just I want to get off the phone, call Kendra, and find out why the gave you my number, because that's how you got it. Can I say one more say thing? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say it? Say it, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kendra and your wife, Marilyn, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are good, man. Boy, man, my wife, man. Man, Kenji, boy. Did I get you, man? Yeah, y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> I, I got them, too. They done started something. <laughs> hey, one more thing. What's the baddest radio station in the land, man? Man, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, wow, on, man. man. Come on now. Come on. All that crying. You play on, way I just need a little much. help. The doctor, the doctor said, hey, just no breast milk. This my wife. And what if, what if, if, what if you all had twins? What was that? <laughs> then it would have been, you know, you would have been taken care of too. So, oh you know. God. You tell them no stay sense. strong, though. Stay yeah. Strong. I'm going to pray for you, crying. brother. <laughs> You know, I like oh, your yeah. build-up though. I really did about the party <laughs> and really everything. Good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it's also building up to April second, Shirley. Ready to love is on mm -hmm. its way. April second. I got a lot of twists and turns. I got some surprises, and I'm talking about at the gate day <gasps> one, what? April second, nine eight Eastern on the OWN Network. Ready to love season four. I got surprises. I got curveballs. I got beautiful men. I got beautiful women. They are going to be there. Straight up out of Houston, Texas. And watch you got your beautiful boy. men on the show, dog? That's well, nice. handsome men. Let me put it that way. Handsome yeah. men. Well, the lady right. said be some decent looking dudes on there. There's oh, some yeah. good looking guys there, on there. Yeah. 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 yeah all yeah. good. At all now, 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 they all ripped and, and they from Houston. Now, what gym that is, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the one you go to. That ain't the one I go to. <laughs> I don't look like that. I've been trying to get ripped, Tommy, for 12 years. <laughs> I ain't got it. Yeah. This is the last. This is it. Yeah. This is it. This is last I of the rip. Junior's getting ripped. Junior. No, I'm not. Junior, 38. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you, nephew. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. He FaceTimed me while he was with her. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. 
Subject, he FaceTimed me while he was with her. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met the love of my life seven years ago, and I was 21 years old at the time. He's three years older than me and had already had a child. He was my first everything, and he influenced everything I did. I overlooked a lot of things he did because I was young and crazy in love. He would be intimate with the mother of his child, and he didn't try to hide it. It made me feel like I wasn't good enough or skilled enough at sex because he kept on having sex with her. She threw it up in my face whenever she could, so I finally broke up with him. I was heartbroken, but managed to stay friends with him. He ended up having another child with this lady and told me that it was a big mistake. Then he started dating this lady he worked with, and they had a baby together. After his third child was born, he came to me humbly and said he was so tired of how he'd been doing things, and he wanted me back. He also said he was ready to get married. We got back together eight months ago, and I'm pregnant. He seemed to be happy when I told him and he said he would have my dream wedding we would have my dream wedding but that's on hold for now. A week ago, he went to visit his youngest son and uh, we were on FaceTime as he drove. When he got out of the car, he thought he had hung up and he must have thrown his phone in his pocket. I heard a female mumbling and then I clearly heard her ask if he had a condom. Then I heard a lot of moaning. I hung up and I got physically ill. When he came back, I didn't let him know what I'd heard. I'm about to deliver his fourth child, and he's still a liar and a cheater. I don't want to be a single parent. What should I do now? Mm. Well, girl, you got to get it together. I mean, quickly and in a hurry. You're, you're about to deliver his fourth child. You got to just stop being stupid. These are some stupid moves you've been making, you know, with this man. Uh, this guy's been using you, lying to you all along, and you keep on falling for it. I, I know you're young, but, I mean, you could have just asked him to use a condom. You could have to, to use protection. It's okay to, to, to say that, you know. Or did you want to get pregnant by him? I'm, I'm not so sure you didn't, you know, because you were so happy to have him back. I mean, and did you think that a baby would keep him? Well, um, as you can clearly see, it didn't. And now, although you may not want to be a single parent, you will be. This guy is a loser in every sense of the word who just keeps dropping babies wherever he goes. I mean, he's not thinking about protection and, you know... Uh, you never once said at least he's a good father because he doesn't, he's not, he's not, let's face it. He's too busy making kids and he's immature like a kid. I I'm sorry you loved him more than you loved you and got yourself caught up in his game of lies and deceit. But please know that it is not the end of the world for you. First of all, please don't even consider marrying this guy right now. I mean, you, you need to walk away from this toxic relationship. Uh, it, it is now time to make plans for a future without him. Use this time. I'm telling you to use this time to figure out how are you going to take care of your baby and uh, taking that baby daddy to court right now. Steve? Wow. Um, this letter here, man. Hmm. I feel bad for this lady right here this young girl but this this started wrong and it's wrong from the very beginning and there are no corrections being made along the way and now you're faced with the ultimatum at the end of this letter you're simply saying i don't want to be a single parent 
what should I do now? Well, let me show you what has happened so I can paint a clear picture for you. You met the love of your life seven years ago. Stop saying that. Because <laughs> if this is the love of your life, your life is headed for a, a loveless remaining livelihood. This can't be the love of your life. This was the love of your life, so you thought up until that point. But after you met him, he started proving to you he was not the love of your life. You've got to get a better definition of love of your life. You gotta you gotta learn how to let somebody else love you that knows how to do it. 21, he's three years older. He already had a child. He was my first everything. He influenced everything I did. I overlooked a lot of things he did because I was young and crazy in love. Right there. Right there. You made the statement, young lady, that I want you to pay attention to. I overlooked a lot of things he did because I was young and crazy in love. He would be intimate with the mother of his child. He didn't try to hide it. So he just throw it up in your face. It made me feel like I wasn't good enough or skilled enough at sex because he kept having sex with her. And you knew he was kept having sex with her, and you allowed him to have sex. And then he kept having sex with her, and then the lady threw it up in your face whenever she could. And now you got other women calling you about the love of your life, and the love of your life is screwing all these other people. I was heartbroken, but I managed to stay friends with him. Why? Why? What has he done that's friendly towards you? You know, we need to do two things right now. When we come back, we'll talk about it. You need a new definition of friend, Mm -hmm. and you need a new definition of love. All right, Steve, hold on to that thought. We'll get part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he FaceTimed me while he was with her. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, he FaceTimed me when he was with her. This young lady, who I have no jokes for because I'm heartbroken for her, Because at 21, she claimed to have met the love of her life, which was just the love of her life up at that point. But this guy has shown her no respect or love. He was your first everything. He influenced everything you did. And the mistake you made was I overlooked a lot of things he did because I was young and crazy in love. So what did you do? You allowed him to have sex with other women repeatedly that you knew about it. They had other women call you to confront you about the screwing that he was doing with them. You allowed it. And you allowed him to put it in front of your face. Because he he didn't care that you knew about it. Okay, these are the stuff you did, you allowed to happen because he was young and crazy in love. Uh, now, let's move on. So finally, you broke up with him. You say... But y'all remain friends. Why? What what friendly was he towards you? He's done nothing but dog you the entire time. That ain't love or friendship. I was heartbroken, but managed to stay friends with Wendell. He ended up having another child with this lady. So now that lady 
they had another baby and told me that it was a big mistake. Then he started dating a lady from work, and they had a baby together. Now, after the third child was born, he came to you humbly and said he was so tired of how he's been doing things, and he wanted you back. He also said he was ready to get married. Oh, he said everything you wanted to hear. We got back together eight months ago, and I'm pregnant. He seemed to be so happy when I told him. He said, we would have my dream wedding. But all that's on hold now. You know why? Because a week ago, he went to visit his youngest son, and we were on FaceTime as he drove. When he got out the car, he thought he had hung up, and he must have thrown his phone in his pocket. You heard a female mumbling, and you clearly heard her ask if he had a condom. Then I heard a lot of moaning. I hung up, and I got physically ill. When he came back, here go the other mistake. I did not let him know what I heard. Now, I'm about to deliver his fourth child. He's still a liar and a cheater. Has been that the entire time. And I don't want to be a single parent. What should I do now? So, young lady, you don't want to be a single parent. So, the only other option is this. You can get married and, and ruin your entire remaining life by being married to this liar and this cheater. Or you could take this blessing, this baby, learn from your mistakes, never allow another person to walk over you, take your child, raise him, and then wait on your real love of your life to come along. You're still young. You're still young. This is not the end of the world for you. The baby is not a mistake. It's not. The baby is fine. The baby will, you'll, you'll be fine. You, you will manage just like every other single parent does. Do not marry this man. Now, he going to have to get his, but it's not up you. It's not up to you to give it to him. Let me tell you something, ladies. Y'all waste a lot of time being scorned. And I do understand it. And I ain't saying it shouldn't be that way, because you hurt, you hurt. Hell have no fury like a woman scorned. I used to think it was a Bible verse. I swear to God I did. I thought it was a Bible verse. It's not. But it sounds so true, and they use the word scorn. Scorn is a biblical term. That's why I thought it was a, a Bible verse. But it's not. So now you have it. You have a decision to make. Cut your losses from this man. Stop giving yourself to this man. Stop thinking you can change this man. Stop hoping this man changes. You may have been the love, he may have been the love of your life, but listen to me, young sister, you have never been the love of his life, ever. He knows nothing of love. And and you are not now. So let God handle him. Oh, please know he got his coming. (laughs) Ladies. Dudes that do like this, they they don't get away scot free. I'm just, well, I just need you to know that. And he'll probably have more kids, you know, with other women. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff gonna happen, but it don't need to happen in your face, though. Nope, nope. You can. You take your baby that. and and get along and start over, and it happens all the time. There are men who accept women who have children with open arms, become great fathers, great families. They adopt the kids. The kids take their name. All types of stuff happen. 
Don't think it's hopeless for you, but please do not let your yearning not to be a single parent, wanting not to be a single parent, be in your decision the fact of whether you marry this worthless, no good human being for. Don't compound your mistakes. Your mistake was taking him back. Don't compound it by keeping him. Let it go, little girl. Uncle Steve telling you, walk off. Cut your losses. Tell him what you know so he know. And go on about your All business. All right, Steve. Thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, from the talk, our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, get ready, Steve. Please introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here she is, Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve Harvey. And before I say anything else, I want everybody to watch the NAACP Awards this weekend on BET. Because that is where I will announce the winners of the Metamucil HBCU Divine Nine Challenge. I will be announcing the HBCU that gets the $10,000 Packrat Foundation for Education Scholarship. That's my foundation. We gave $10,000 for the winning HBCU. And I will be announcing the winning fraternity and the winning sorority. And we're doing this during the NAACP Uh-oh. Awards on BET this weekend. Well, yes. I sure yes. want to see if you'll be fair about that because everything in me knows the Sigmas is going to get it in the Zayden. So, I, I don't even know why we play in this little ragged-ass game with you, Cheryl. But I will say this. Thank you for the shout-out to the Blue and White family, Phi Beta Sigma and Zeta Phi Beta. But now, while we're talking about challenges, okay, the best verses. Now, I know they had other verses, and everybody was good and everything, but the best one they about to have is the Isley Brothers. What? Going yeah. up against the elements. Earth, <laughs> yeah. wind, and fire, Steve Harvey. What? Steve Harvey. Girl, yes, they don't yes. even know. They don't know. They, they don't had know. Nobody Steve. on this versus that's finna have the hits that these boys got. That's right. They that's ain't right. had that's them right. on there. That's right. That's right. That's right. And stuff that we recognize and, and catalogs that go back decades and everything. I remember the first time I saw the elements. I saw them with Brothers Johnson, The Emotions, Omaha, Nebraska Civic Auditorium in the 70s. And matter of fact, it was the end of the 60s and the 70s. But, oh, yeah. Do it, Steve. Do it. Do it, Steve. Do it. And fire! Yes. That's how that dude announced them. Yes, and you was looking around to see what was happening. Yeah, you was looking around to see what's happening. And fire! Yes. And they, my these kids don't whole booty exploded oh, and rocket right. shipped me up out of my chair. Mm-hmm. These the kids don't like know that. about the good song, Devotion. Keep your head Devotion. to the sky. Oh, yeah. Blessed yes. are the children. That's what I'm talking about, Steve Harvey. But wait a minute, Steve. Steve, what? I got to talk about the Osley Brothers, though, because we're going to give them some love, too. Because me they, and Junior love song, me and Junior love song is sensuality. And then when he puts me out the house, he plays Let Me Down Easy to put me right out the house. 
right out the house. And it lets me down easy. I can drive all the way to the crib after Junior put me out the house. Yeah, let me down easy. Cheryl, we love you. Uh, what? <laughs> Thank That's you so right. Much. You're all I need, Junior. You're all I need. Yes. yes. Coming up at the yes. top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Tommy, introduce our girl, Carla. Ladies and gentlemen, she is here. She's got reality update. It's Carla Farrell with what? Reality update. Thank you. Coming in hot. <laughs> yes, Shirley, coming in hot. All right, we're going to flip the script. This week, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. The ladies in t- attended, or they were invited to a boring Halloween party. I mean, it was so whack. And then things got bad because, yeah, the newcomer Latoya, she's rude. She she's very very rude. She came to the uh, party, which was at one of the new castmates. She's a friend of the castmates on the show, and it was her name is Fallen, and they came to Fallon's house, I should say. And uh, Latoya was disrespectful. She was saying, "What well, you know? You got this big old house. You don't have servants in here serving us. It was just what kind of? Who are you? Why do you say this kind of things to this woman? First time coming to her house." Anyway, that was that. Get somewhere and sit down, sister. Anyway, Kenya was salty with LaToya because Marlo told Kenya, Marlo and Kenya, friends, go figure. But Marlo told Kenya that LaToya told all of her business regarding a divorce from her husband, Mark. And Kenya didn't want some of that information out yet. Mm -hmm. So... Kenya was talking to LaToya about that. So remember now, this was a Halloween party, so they were dressed in costumes. LaToya Mm -hmm. did not take Kenya seriously because Kenya had on this Native American costume and she had this Native American Indian headdress Mm -hmm. as part of her costume. And she and Bravo, they had to release a apology statement. Because after this particular episode aired, uh, Mm -hmm. members of the Native American community, they were um, offended by Kenya's costume. And so Kenya, yeah, Kenya and Bravo Network, they have issued apologies for filming Kenya wearing that Native American headdress. And uh, that was deemed offensive and racist. So Kenya released a statement. She said, I want to sincerely apologize for inappropriately wearing the Native American headdress as a costume. I now realize that this was both disrespectful and insensitive, and I would have never done it if I had knowledge and understanding beforehand. beforehand. And then Kenya went on to say, when you know better, you do better, and I am genuinely sorry. So that was her apology. There you go. So she has apologized, but I still was wondering when, when I saw the episode, I was like, wow, why did she wear it? Why didn't anybody say anything to her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that. So anyway, shout out to newcomer Drew Sedora. I like her. She and her husband, Ralph, uh, they talked to her. She has a nine-year-old son. They are married and they have kids together, but she has a nine-year-old son. And she and her husband talked to their her son about his biological dad and having a relationship because he's getting out of prison and the dad wants to have a relationship with the son and the son is not quite all the way there yet but her Mm -hmm. husband Ralph he is really telling his son his stepson you need to have a relationship with your biological dad so I thought that was just a cool moment to see them talk to him as a family and you know Ralph was telling his stepson you know my dad wasn't around it's important 
you got me you got two dads you got me mm-hmm. and you have your dad that's um about to be released and you know you need to develop a relationship the little boy wasn't trying to hear it he's not ready yet but they respect that and he said maybe so they were making progress but i thought that was cool black family black love i thought that was a very cool positive moment moment yeah yeah and moving on married to medicine simone and jackie dr jackie and dr simone they are still beefing i want them to be girls again i want them to squash this beef come on Yes, yes, and Contessa, she went off at uh, Anila's cultural Indian family celebration. I didn't mm-hmm. like how Contessa behaved on that particular episode. Come on now, Contessa, you got some manners. You can do better than that. You are a doctor after all. So anyway, that is Reality Update. I am done. The countdown is on for Ready to Love, the reality yeah, dating yeah. show hosted by the nephew. And when is it coming out, nephew? That is day? April 7th. Second, nine, eight central on own. We'll be watching. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. More trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Attention, Steve Harvey Nation. Please join our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, in the fight for the Senate to pass the For the People Act. The For the People Act incorporates key measures that are urgently needed, including automatic voter registration and other steps to modernize our elections and a national guarantee of free and fair elections without, without voter suppression. Go to whenweallvote.org to contact your senator today. Please stay woke. Our work is not done. We are not finished. We cannot put a fork in it, okay? Midterms are next year. Get ready. They working so hard Ooh. on the stopping the vote, but they won't do gun laws. Gun control I, I laws. I know, I know. Meanwhile, people are just getting guns and, you know, going crazy. They'd rather stop your vote than stop to kill it. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Isn't that something? I mean, no one has put it that way, but that's exactly what it is. That's it's very simple. Mm-hmm. The Republican they Party, to do that too. the senators, mm-hmm. they are bought and paid for by the NRA. There's mm-hmm. no way around that. It's you can't be a decent human being and not want to have some type of gun controls unless someone's paying you to not have gun controls. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. And you're willing to sacrifice the lot, but the problem has been ain't nothing happened to none of their kids yet. Yep. Oh, mm, right. Mm, or relatives mm. and loved ones. Yeah. 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 Yep, that's it. Oh, my God. All right. Um, thank you, Steve. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior is here with, guess what? Not a poem, but sports talk. A little early. Yes. What you got going on, yes, Junior? Shirley, um, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here, what people. Okay, mean? yesterday I told you that the fight between Mike Tyson and Vanny Holyfield was canceled. Yeah, you did. You said it was done. Yeah, yeah right. it was canceled. Doing it. Well, yeah. it's back on. They're going to have to make their old ass minds up. I don't know. What, do y'all want to fight or not? Are confused? I don't know no. what they're doing. Somebody didn't have their glasses on and Somebody. thought the contract said 25000 oh. <laughs> When they saw that other comma and that other zero and found out that wasn't a decimal, that yeah. it was $25 million, boy, stop. It's back home, man. So Mike Tyson confirmed it. Take a listen. I just want everybody to know, you know, the fight is on with me and Holyfield. And Holyfield's a humble man. I know that. And he's a man of God, but I'm God's man. And I'm listen. I'm gonna be successful, May 29th. 
Come on, Tommy. Do your Tyson impression. Tyson Holyfield, May 29th, his own Monday weekend. No, in all actuality, I'm going to knock his ass out. In what? In all what? Actuality. No actuality. Say it one more time. In all actuality, I'm going to knock his ass out. We're friends and we've been friends a long time and got past the whole thing and me biting his ear and all of that. We got past that, but now we're good friends. But still, even though we're good friends, I'm going to knock his ass out and then go smoke some weed because that's what I do now. If you hold so it, who's going to win this? Who's, who's going to win this, Steve? Oh, you know, I got my money on Mike. You know, they probably. I mean, you know, it's hard to vote against Mike, but mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something, man. Holyfield's in great shape. He's a beast, man. Mm -hmm. I kind of don't want nobody to get knocked out in a fight like this. I don't, I don't, want don't it think they can no. no more. No, Steve. They they both hit hard. <laughs> Are they gonna have like the leather thing on and over their heads? Uh -huh. Well, okay. Well, it's a real fight, huh? If you hold it, feel, do you go back in the ring without ear protection? On. Do you do that? Without ear protection? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. should tape his ears down. You know, like baby. Something. Him back. Shut up. <laughs> you don't just trust Mike because he want to fight again. I mean, you got to take like some JBL headphones in there or something. You just don't just go back in there. Yeah, I would tape my ears down. Earmuffs or something. <laughs> You're stupid. Well, you just can't trust. You don't know Mike might he might relapse. You don't never know. But I, I like the, the I mean, I don't think they could do it. Steve, you tell me or Junior. Can they go what? in with headgear in a fight like this? I mean, they could because it's day fight. It's an exhibition, really, but it's too many rounds. They're not doing three. And I think, how many rounds is it? Eight? About eight rounds. So they could, but they not because they're warriors. They're not going to yeah. do that. I vote for headgear. All right. Well, thank you, Junior. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey, and we have some news about him <laughs> at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good Thursday, and uh, we got to say congratulations. He's always winning. Can we have a drum roll, please? Ladies and gentlemen, before he what gets to the closing remarks of the day. Oh, yeah, drum roll, please. Stand to Appreciate your feet. <laughs> Congratulate the one and only Steve Harvey, NAACP Image Award winner for Best Game Show for Celebrity Family Feud. Congratulations, yeah. Steve. What is this like? Your congratulations. NAACP Image Award. This is so cool, man. It's so big. Congratulations, Steve. Yeah. Come on, Steve. That ain't number grace when you just be going along, you don't even be knowing. Uh huh. And then he just give you something. Yes. That's that ain't number God. I thank the Lord and my fans. Period. Mm hmm. Yeah. Congratulations. Best game show for Celebrity Family Feud. How does it feel? I mean, you know. The Image Awards are more important to me, and I'll tell you why. It's because I started with just a black fan base. That's all I had. Mm -hmm. And I've never left that fan base behind. You know, I've always, I've always wanted to make black people especially proud 
to turn on the TV or cut on the radio and say, that's our dude, Steve, he with us. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless as to what some people may say who don't know me, my heart has been for black people. Do I love all people? Yeah. But my efforts, my behind-the-scenes work, my foundation, the, the, the things I tried to be first at was for the uplift and edification of black people, whether it's in Africa or here in the United States. Even when I visit my, my dear friends in the UAE, I'm always talking about how do I expose black children to this? How can I help my, my country of Africa? You know, my continent of Africa. How do I? I'm always thinking in terms of that. I'm always, man. And so the image awards are important to me because it's the image of us. It's how we see each other. And if don't nobody else recognize me, as long as mine recognize me, I'll be fine. Because I get canceled by everybody else. Black people have never canceled me. Ever. Not That's one right. time. <laughs> Ever. We love you, Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> You're the man. Mm-hmm. We give you love right back because you give us love. Man, I, I, it, mm-hmm. th- that's so evidently clear to me, man. I mean, I've tried to have a track record with us, mm-hmm. with black folk. You know, I've tried to. I'm Skip that. I haven't tried. I have. Yeah, and black women. Oh Lord, we know how much you love black women. I love black women. I I I stand up for black women. I don't let nobody dog them. Like I I done took Stacey Abrams under my wing. Uh, oh, yeah. uh first late. I mean, uh, first vice president, Madam Vice President, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. I take all these sisters, man. Tamika Mari. Y'all not finna dog none of these sisters. Mm-hmm. Not on my watch. I'm not gonna let you do it. This thing that the Republicans got to stop Stacey Abrams? No, you're not. Hmm. No, you're not. Keep your hands off of her now. Because she got some men behind her, too, that care about her and respect and love what she done done for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, no, man, I'm that way. This is, uh, I'm just, uh, man... I'm just grateful, man. You know, one of the things I've always asked God for, and this is kind of personal, you know, mm-hmm. I've always got asked God to, to make me relevant. You know, I wanted to have a relevant life. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to have a life where it mattered, that it wasn't just about me and what I bought or what I became or what I had or how many shows. I wanted to be relevant. And what I meant by that was I wanted to mean something to people. I was playing golf in Orlando last week, and I had on a mask. And I was walking out this door to meet my buddy down at the golf course, and this big dude from Memphis said, Unk, Unk, Unk. And I'm going, who down here called me Unk? And I turned around, it was a black dude, and I turned around, I said, what's up, bro? He said, man, you don't know me. I just wanted to tell you, you changed my life, man. And he got emotional. And this is a big mm-hmm. dude now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, man, I used to, I had a trap house. He said, because mm-hmm. of you, I stopped. Wow. He said, I'm a trucker now, man. I got four trucks out on the road. He said, 
I done took seven dudes out to trap house and got them driving their own rigs, making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year for their families. He said, it's all cause of you, man. He wrote me a long letter mm-hmm. and sent it up to my room and a gift. He gave me some socks. He just wanted to give me something. Nice. But he had nuggets around his neck and nugget rings on. This real, you understand? This real old school real. cat right here. Right, 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 right. But he had it on. But he was serious, man. He said, man, you don't know how many of us out here listening to you, man, because you real with it. And I thank God for that because that's all I wanted. I just wanted to be relevant. And God has done just that in my life, man. And I hope that I got many more years, but God has made me relevant. And I all, all the praise and honor go to God because I didn't even know how to make myself relevant. Everything I am today that's of any value is because of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God Almighty is everything to me. Then my closing remarks today. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 